Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. This is a live shot. President Trump has got a rally in Des Moines, Iowa tonight. So as he steps up to the mic, we will take you out to President Trump live. I am hoping that we are going to get to him live in time for us to hear his comments about, I'm sure you saw the New York Post bombshell regarding Hunter Biden. If you have not seen the pictures of Hunter Biden, uh, we can't show them to you on 6, at 6.30 p.m. Let's just, let's just put it that way, okay? So we'll talk about that. But also, let's talk about what does fashion look like in 2020? I just saw a tweet from somebody that said Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary, her Twitter account has now been suspended or delayed or put in Twitter jail, if you will, because she tweeted out the New York Post story about Hunter Biden, Burisma, and all everything else. So, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it happen on social media. It's called fascism, folks. So we'll come back to that later in the show as President Trump steps into the mic. I want to start here. Governor Doug Burgum did his COVID press conference earlier today. As always, a lot to talk about as he's having these conversations. The case numbers are going up. The death rate per 100,000 is going up dramatically here in North Dakota. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But I want to start here because for the past few weeks now, um, I've been talking about, look, what we we've really need to start having a conversation about compassion, empathy, things along that nature, because this is a very, very challenging time. The more you talk to people, we all know we've got COVID fatigue. And I, I say that because I just, it feels like America just needs a big hug right now. Like we just need a big hug. So I'm gonna play a little bit longer clip for you tonight of Governor Burgum at his presser today, but I think he touches upon compassion, empathy, and a few other things as well. There is something that is more powerful than an executive order, infinitely more powerful than a mandate. And these are the beliefs that individuals hold in their hearts. Compassion, empathy, understanding, and dare I say, actually love. We've talked at these conferences about finding your why. Why would you change your individual behavior to help slow the spread of a potentially deadly disease that might not affect you, but could kill somebody else. Why would you do that? We said find your why. Today I'm gonna to say, let's see if we can find our love. There are many religious practices in our world uh, that at their heart all contain basic elements of love thy neighbor as thyself. But I would say, we know that we're seeing it today in our schools, that we've got people that are masking up because they love their teammates, they love their school, they love their classmates, they love their teachers. But maybe your love is for the small business owner that's struggling to keep going, but maybe that small business owner is a spouse or a friend. Maybe your love is for the healthcare workers that took care of one of your loved ones, or maybe you're married to one of those, those healthcare workers. We can certainly, certainly we have got strong cultures. Our tribal nations have a deep culture of love for their elders and respect for those elders. And certainly we can have a love for the vulnerable of all ages, children with cancer or others that have underlying health conditions. And I know, you know, coming from my hometown that there's a, a love of your hometown, a love of your community, a love of your neighborhood. And I say, certainly we have a lot of love for our schools and our teams. And I would like to think that there's a love for North Dakota, for our state. So great stuff there from Governor Burgum talking about, hey, I'm even going to mention the word love, love thy neighbor as, as yourself. He did 
uh, sort of touch upon, you know, some different beliefs and different religions. And that's one place where, in my opinion, I'd love to see Governor Burgum go there and just talk about, look, you know what, right now, these are challenging times. We need to be praying for our state, praying for our residents, and praying for all of us to have just more and more wisdom on how we're going to navigate this new situation. And I bring that up specifically because right now, North Dakota, believe it or not, is actually leading the nation over the last seven days. And I think I showed you the same stat last week, so I could say the last 14 days. But we are number one in the nation when it comes to the death rate per 100,000 people. Can we bring that graphic back up one more time, please? Per, per 100,000 people. Um, and, and not just by a little bit. You can see there 10.2. Uh, Arkansas is next at 4.7. And you got South Dakota. So, you know, more than two times the amount there. Uh, and to me, we've talked about this before, the number of deaths, the people that we are losing to COVID is obviously a very, very important number to watch, as well as positivity rate as well. So we are seeing a high rate of cases, too, going on right now in many different areas across the great state of North Dakota. I believe we lead in cases per capita as well. So now there's a letter from five uh, of the major cities here in North Dakota, Fargo, West Fargo, Grand Forks, Bismarck, and Minot, the mayors, saying a few things in here, and Governor Burgum sort of alluded to these as well today that I want to touch on. One of them that really stood out in this was wear a mask. Wear a mask. More on that in a moment. One of them I mentioned, too, was limiting the size of events. So, folks, we're going to pause here right now. We're going to go out live to President Trump, come back to this, because I'm being told President Trump is talking about Hunter Biden right now. Let's go out to President Trump live, and we'll come back to this. How about the Russia hoax? It turned out that they were the ones that did the Russia hoax. It was them. No collusion. No collusion. These emails show that Biden's repeated claim that he has never spoken to Hunter about his business dealings were a complete lie. It was a total lie. He lied to you over and over because he's trying to cover up a massive pay-for-play scandal at the heart of his vice presidency, and everybody knows it. Everybody in Washington knows it. We've known it for a long time. The fact is there was never an administration more corrupt than the Obama-Biden administration. There was never, never. Just weeks ago, Joe stood before the American people in a presidential debate and told you that these claims had been totally discredited and that his son did nothing wrong. But now that turns out to be a total lie. Now we can see clearly that Biden is a corrupt politician who shouldn't even be allowed to run for the presidency. I was pressing Joe Biden to tell the truth because the corrupt lamestream media right back there, all those cameras right back there, they're corrupt and they refuse to write the story. There wasn't one time in almost four years during my presidency, during the greatest political scandal in U.S. history, a witch hunt, a horrible, horrible, disgusting witch hunt that should never, ever happen to another presidency again, and people should pay for the crimes they committed. which turned out to be a total illegal hoax that false and libelous stories every day, false and libelous stories, and they knew they were false too. They knew they were false. They were never taken down by Twitter or Facebook 
or the mainstream media, never once. Yet with Biden today, they take negative posts down almost before they even go up. They're trying to protect him. They're trying to protect Biden. They take him down. And I was just getting off that magnificent plane behind us, Air Force One. And I had heard, and I just don't know this for a fact, but they say, Kaylee McEnany. You know Kaylee, right? Kaylee McEnany. Good Kaylee. She's so great. She's uh, incredible. They closed down her account. She's the White House press secretary because she's reporting the truth. They closed down her account. So let's see what's going to happen. And did you hear the news? Bruce Orr is finally out of the Department of Justice. Bruce Orr. Him and his wonderful wife, Molly. She wrote all this stuff, and then he goes and he works at the Department of Justice, and he took it. Didn't he bring it to the FBI? The wife writes it. She gets paid a lot of money. Bruce Orr is finally out of the Department of Justice. That's good. A couple of years too late, that's all. He should be not only in the Department of Justice outbox, he should be someplace else, okay? Eight months after his alleged meeting with the Burmese executives, so this uh, Burmese, Burmese, they say, pronounce it Burmese, a real beautiful company. Vice President Joe Biden went to Ukraine and threatened to withhold $1 billion in aid if they did not fire the prosecutor that was investigating his son and the company that his son worked for. That's Burmese. The documents also show that before one of Joe's trips to Ukraine, Hunter emailed his business partner saying his lucrative contract should begin now. Think of that. Should begin now. Right now, it's got to begin. It's got, the whole thing is so incredible. Here's a guy, look, let's just put it in simple language. He got thrown out of the military. That's unfortunate. He didn't have a job for a long time. His father becomes vice president, and he's making millions and millions and millions of dollars a year. Think of it. No, think of it. Think of it. It's like uh, the Hillary stuff, the crooked Hillary, and it's the crooked Joe. You know, when a Democrat voter here in Iowa asked Joe last year, you remember if his son raked in money in exchange for providing access, Joe called that man a damn liar. You're a damn liar. Kid's making millions of dollars. He had nothing. He didn't have a job. Thrown out of the military, sadly, but thrown out of the military. And he knew nothing about energy. He knew nothing about investments. Knew nothing about China. How about he walked away a billion and a half dollars to manage for China? They don't do that with the most brilliant people on Wall Street. Vice President Biden, you owe the people of America an apology because it turns out you are a corrupt politician, okay? Joe Biden must immediately release all emails, meetings, phone calls, transcripts, and records related to his involvement in his family's business dealings, influence paddlings around the world, including China and including Russia, including Russia. 
Hunter raked in a fortune from China while Joe Biden was giving China all of our jobs. They came, you know where they came from, Iowa and plenty of other places, but they came from Iowa. He was giving them, they were taking our jobs, they were taking our factories, they were taking everything, they were taking our wealth. And I gave you $28 billion, say thank you very much, President Xi. It came right out of China. And because of that, everybody's happy in Iowa. I just hope you remember that on November 3rd. Hope you remember. Nobody else. All right, we need to take a beautiful break here in point of view, but I just want to point out as President Trump there, you can tell he is fired up about the situation with Hunter Biden and Burisma, but also the fact when he talked about Bruce Orr and the, he could, does the air quotes, Department of Justice. <laughs> He's fired up, folks. All right, stay with us. We're going to come back with more of President Trump live from Des Moines, Iowa.